everybody, thanks so much for clicking on that link and downloading the Table Podcast. I, I really am very, very grateful uh, for you, yourself, specifically the listener, for taking time out of your week and giving me some of your time during the week to sit down and listen to these conversations that I that I have with, with people that have influenced my life and that have uh, made great impact in my life. Today, uh, it is a very special episode, um, and I normally try to release on Thursdays, but from time to time, what we're going to do is uh, something called a Table Podcast Extra. It's going to be these conversations from time to time that I come across that just need to immediately get to you, the listener. And uh, specifically today, I sat down with the ladies uh, at Child Evangelism Fellowship, uh, Ms. Donna Gilmore and Jill Miller, and they are specifically in great need of some things with their ministry. I needed to get this information to y'all. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and I hope you enjoy this Table Podcast Extra. And of course, if you want any information about what's in the podcast, uh, be sure to check out the description or you can email us at thetablepodcastsc at gmail.com to get more information. This episode of The Table Podcast is brought to you by Southern Fusion Barbecue Sauce. You can pick up some of that spicy southern sweetness at southernfusionbbq.com or you can email us here at The Table Podcast, thetablepodcastsc at gmail.com. That's thetablepodcastsc, one word, at gmail.com. Well, uh, here we go. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks so much for taking time today, uh, clicking on the link and downloading The Table Podcast. Donnie, you're kind of looking at me a little weird, like I just flipped a switch doing the radio guy thing. Um, but I want to welcome my guest today. Um, excited to have them here um, because it is a ministry that has a special place in my heart. Um, and it's a ministry that changed my life when I was a teenager. I, I came to know Christ when I was 16 years old. Um, and less than 12 months later, I was committing my summers as a teenager to work in the ministry of child with child evangelism fellowship. But before we get there, I want to welcome to the table, Miss Donna Gilmore, and Miss Jill Miller of child evangelism fellowship, Donna, Jill. Um, I want you to just kind of introduce yourselves and that's not even proper English yourselves <laughs> and, um, just kind of tell everybody who you are, maybe a little bit about the ministry of CEF and kind of go from there, Jill. I know you told me a little bit, you're from Mississippi. So am I saying it right? Is it Mississippi? Not Mississippi. You don't work all the way through the syllables. Anyway, just, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Jill Miller and I am from Mississippi. I have been here in South Carolina, I guess, 18, 19 years. Um, but I have, uh, I'm married to a guy from Spartanburg, Chuck Miller, and we have three kids, um, elementary school, middle school, and high school. So I'm kind of all angles right there. But we, so we stay busy. Um, I've been with CEF for four years, I believe now, four or so years. So it's been great. You're still a new one behind. Uh, so how, how did you find out about the ministry of CEF? Well, my husband, he worked as a summer missionary, um, I guess, out of high school before college, somewhere around in there. So many years ago, he worked um, with CEF, but uh, just the church that I go to, we are involved in the ministry, so Mm -hmm. I'd always kind of known about the ministry as I lived here in Spartanburg, um, and then just got involved whenever a position became available. You can shout out your church, too, if you want to. Roebuck Baptist Church. Roebuck Baptist Church. <laughs> You're not partial to that church at all, Miss Donna, are you? No, I'm not. That's actually my church. <laughs> well, Donna, I, I, I guess you're a lady that probably needs no introduction. Um, 
although I did not get to serve under you as leader of the ministry, um, I've, I've definitely heard a lot of great things about you. Um, do, do the kids refer to you as Mama Donna, or is it... What? Well, I started out because we already had uh, a mama, so I started out as Aunt Donna. Aunt Donna, but okay. But it didn't quite stick, so okay. now I'm just Miss Donna. Miss Donna, okay. Yes, and there have been several summer missionaries through Roebuck Baptist Church, so they already knew me, so then I just ended up being yeah. Donna. Yeah. So Ro- whatever they call me. <laughs> Roebuck's kind of the feeder team to child evangelism, and it has been since I've, I've been you know through here. There's a lot of a lot of uh, young young men and women that have come through Roebuck, and um, invested their time into Child Evangelism Fellowship. So, Donna, go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself and, and who you are, where you're from. Okay, well, I am originally from a small town, Chesterfield, South Carolina. Um, very rural area. It is about an hour away from Florence, okay. South Carolina. So, it, I used to tell everybody, if you're going from Spartanburg and you're going to Myrtle Beach, and you don't take the interstate, Chesterfield is where you get lost. I bet you loved beach traffic when you were growing up, didn't you? <laughs> well, we were we were kind of out of the way, so most okay. people didn't, didn't you know, th- these were the people who were wandering around, Okay, got stopped at that one stoplight in Chesterfield, right. so not too much going on there. But um, I, my background is I went to school, um, came to college here at Wofford, okay. and then um, stayed here, worked for a while, um, just at another company and then in 2012 found out that the uh, local director of CEF was going to be available and my husband at the time was on the board of CEF and so he came home he said we're looking for somebody not asking me to Mm -hmm. do it but as his spouse asking me to pray right and it took me about three or four months and I had been doing mission trips and things and I was just like missions yes i want to do more than do one week of missions i want to do um longer i don't want to do that 10 day thing or whatever so i wanted it to be more of a commitment and so when i found that out um i came here um to do that and then when pat was here she said do you know that you're called that's what cef calls people that work here, we are missionaries. And I was like, really? And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well. Be a missionary yeah. every day. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. There's a ton of songs that we can go through. Um, so your first year involved in anything with CEF was, congratulations, you're the director. Well, assistant director at the assistant time. Director. And okay. actually, I even went to training school before I, with all the summer missionaries right. in Columbia, before I started to work here. So I went from my family vacation, went home, repacked like in one day and turned around and went to Columbia for a week-long training for our summer missionaries at Columbia International University. And it was just kind of funny because at the end of that, even the students were saying, everybody was like, well, if you can do this, you can sure make it the rest of the year. <laughs> and I was so, like, oh, okay. So you, you, you were going through a lot of the same training that a lot of the newbies, a lot of the summer missionaries go through when they go down to CIU. Um, well, they don't go to CIU anymore. Yeah, but, we go to CIU. Oh, and okay. Yeah, and I went through like the first evangelistic track. Okay. So with all the newbies. So there was me and two or three other people who were new, and right. then there were some in the other three right. tracks that we offer. But yeah, I was in there just like they were. Okay, so before we kind of jump into the summer missionary emphasis part, because that's that's <laughs> going to be where we park out a lot, because 
I think people need to hear about, especially teenagers and students that, that listen to this, if you're over the age of 15, um, sacrifice, you only need really one summer vacation and sacrifice some time. You know, one of the biggest things that, that I did that helped me grow closer to Jesus was serve him in, on the local mission field through child evangelism. Mm. So we want to get to that and talk about that. But let's also uh, talk about a lot of what else that CEF does. Oh, um, yeah. So so kind of everything but the Summer Missionary Program, what, what else does CEF do? Yeah, well, our biggest ministry um, is the Good News Clubs, which is in the public elementary schools. And that's really what Jill does. She is over all of that. So she knows way more about it than, than I do because she's the one that everybody really calls and she knows about that and um, can probably tell you a lot about that. So the Jill, news you're, club ministry. you're the you're the good news club aficionado. That's I'm your ministry coordinator. Ministry coordinator. That okay, that's is that your official term? If I go to your office, that's what's on the it's side. On my card. That's yeah. official right there. Okay, so as the ministry coordinator, um, there's definitely needs. I I know that. Um, so what 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 does a good news club do? Kind of explain all that to us, and maybe talk about some of the needs that the ministry has too. Basically what we are, um, clubs can be anywhere, but our focus at the moment is in the public schools, in the elementary schools. What we need first is a church that is willing to adopt the school, um, and we need about at least eight or so volunteers that are willing to be trained. We go in and we train these adult volunteers um, how to teach Bible lessons, how to teach memory verse, how to lead a child to the Lord. Um, through scripture, things like that, just to help them be comfortable in leading that club. And once we get the volunteers, we go into the school, talk to the principal, and set up a time of, okay, we can now go in, do a club, everything like that. And it's really, we try to do 10 weeks in the fall and 10 weeks in the spring. Um, We meet once a week at the school after school there on campus, and parents just fill out permission slips to let their child stay. And um, the kids come in, and you've got people from the churches uh, loving on them, investing in them, pouring into them, and teaching them Mm -hmm. scripture, Bible lessons, and things like that Mm -hmm. um, one hour a week. So it's so beneficial for the kids to get that kind of... um, experience Mm -hmm. in a school especially those kids that do not attend a church regularly or anything like that Um, but it also feeds the child that does go to church we have so many um, committed believers that do come to club Mm -hmm. um, but it's just kind of it builds somebody said it's kind of another layer Mm -hmm. that they get of discipleship and growth um, on a weekly basis there at the school so were you astonished and I know what you, the adults that you work with, um, are how? What's the age range of the adults that you work with? Or does it is it? What, is there a certain group? Is there not a certain group? I'm, I'm being careful here. We take anyone right. who has a free afternoon. Okay. Um, now that tends to be. We do have a lot of moms that maybe um, kids are young and they they go to that school and right. so they will come and volunteer and things like that. 
Um, but a lot of times our main group are senior adults yeah. who are retired, who are not mm-hmm. working, but they love kids and they still want to go in and do something with them. And it gives those senior adults something to look forward to as Oh, yeah, well. they love it. And they the love kids it. love having an older person willing to sit and talk with them mm-hmm. and hang out with them. We have also had, um, I know at um, our club at Roebuck Elementary School, we used to have a lot of seniors from Dorman High School. Oh, wow. They would get That's out. Cool. They wouldn't have a, a last period block. And mm-hmm. so um, they would come on the afternoons and they would have their table of kids and the kids loved it and mm-hmm. the teenagers loved it and they got to just hang out with kids for an hour and help out. So the fall of 2022, school year 2022-2023, um, I know you probably have some needs that are kind of servicing as you're kind of structuring the next school year because Good News Clubs for this year are starting to ra- are getting near wrapping up and y'all are getting ready to shift into summer missionary mode. Um, what are some needs come the fall that, that you have right now that haven't been met kind of what, what's kind of out there? I know you probably need some churches to sponsor some clubs. Our biggest needs are just to get back in the groove. Um, mm. We have about 50 schools that mm. have been adopted oh, wow. for Spartanburg, Union, Cherokee, and um, Lawrence County. And so within those four counties, about 50 schools. But because of the COVID year, the not being able to get into the schools, we're down to maybe 15 or so that have been able to meet. So it's going to be hard this fall, um, but it's, I mean, we're excited about this fall just because those churches and those schools that have kind of been on hold, we're hoping to get started back up and have the commitment from the church, even Mm -hmm. if they've had to take a year or two off, that they still have the volunteers willing to go in and work. So just reconnecting um, and getting a lot of those volunteers back on. So, so COVID's hit y'all hard then? It has. And we did a year of, I guess, at last year, we did a lot of trying to do online stuff. Did that work out well? Or was it? It was hard. It was definitely hard. Um, but we had some sweet time of volunteers personally calling kids mm-hmm. and having phone conversations with them after they've maybe watched a video or okay. something like that. Um, this year we do have a lot more, you know, not 20, but close to that clubs that are meeting. So, right. and it's a smaller group of those clubs. So that's yes, a sir. sweet personal time that maybe they didn't have before because the clubs were larger and things. So the, to an adult that may be considering looking for something to do, you know, that fits this demographic that can, can minister through these good news clubs. What's, what's kind of a sales pitch that you, I hate to say sales pitch, but but what do you say to those people to kind of give, get them involved? What's, what's kind of the things that you draw them with? The reality of it is, um, and I know this because I used to work at Dorman, um, and I have kids mm-hmm. in the public schools, and I hear and know about a lot of the junk that goes on mm-hmm. and what these kids deal with. And I know for a fact they start dealing with it in early elementary school. Mm. So just the reality of what these kids are facing, I think it's a no-brainer. If you enjoy spending time with kids and you love God, mm-hmm. here's an opportunity to make a difference in the life of a child that may or may not have anyone pouring into them. Yeah. So they can a, a person can be used whether they are capable of standing up in front of people teaching mm. or if they are more of a 
I'm going to just sit with this small group mm-hmm. and ask this child how his day was. And ask him how to, and help him color a picture. Right. Help him, the simplest you know, thing to, yeah. Eat a snack with him. Eat, mm-hmm. some, eat some gummy bears with him. Like that's, Any that's kind the big of attention, thing. Yeah. They are starving for that. And, and a lot of, a lot of parents that interact or a lot of kids that come to these things, they don't have a lot of, that's mm-hmm. the thing that breaks that's your what heart. they're wanting. They mm-hmm. don't have a lot of adult interaction. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think is neat as well is, um, we sometimes have volunteers that um, want to go to a certain school mm. and help out with the Good News Club because their grandchild goes to that club. Mm. So for, say, your grandchild goes there, I mean, they could somehow connect with us and say, I want to help in the Good News Club. It may not necessarily be the church that they go to that is sponsoring that Good News Club, but they are welcome to come in and still volunteer because they're still connected with that school. Mm -hmm. So normally you have that relationship between the school and the church Mm -hmm. that's adopting, but um, volunteers really can come in. They don't have to go to a certain church Mm -hmm. to volunteer in that school. So the, the volunteers, do they have to pay anything in order to go through training, or is it a, we're sitting, I'm assuming we're sitting in kind of the training room right now mm-hmm. at HL's location. Um, what, what's that process look like for an adult? We do not ask the church to pay anything. Um, everything is covered by CEF, and um, we do, we go to the church, we train them, we offer um, different kind of workshops or different events where we go through you know, here's a brush up of your counseling training, or here's a great way to teach a Bible lesson and things like that. So we offer those um, on a regular basis. Um, in normal life, COVID has kind of thrown us for a loop. But, you know, in a normal normal time, we are constantly offering training free of charge um, for churches. And even if um, the church is not doing necessarily a good news club Mm -hmm. if a church said i want you to come in and just teach all of my kid workers how to lead a child to christ we are happy to come in and give them a kind of a a lesson and see i i I was involved as a summer missionary with cef from 98 to 2003 2004 ish are you really that old i'm that old i'm turning 40 (laughs) in june um, I did not know that. I did not know that y'all offered free training to, and from, here's the thing as a student pastor and as working in ministry, what broke my heart is I, I worked with, I would come across adults that worked with children and you would look at them and say, hey, how are you going about sharing Christ? If this situation arises, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the the whole thing was, well, we just take them back and they just pray a prayer, and and that's, you know, can can the Lord say the Lord will save in, in how He so chooses, and however, we are to be prepared as as teachers of the gospel and those things. And so I did not know like, and we just give opportunities for someone to learn how to present the gospel in such a way that the child understands as you're going through who God is, who they Mm -hmm. are as a sinner, who Christ is, Mm -hmm. and what he did for them. And when they make that decision, we give this assurance of salvation so that they don't come a week from then saying, you know, I need to do this again. Mm -hmm. You know, it is something that, and then of course, once that child makes that decision, 
we help teach that we teach the people how to help disciple them and mm-hmm. build on that and grow with that. And it's it's crazy because even to this day as a student or just from the the time that I spent as a student pastor and even through me working with FCA when I go into kind of a gospel presentation mode my mind immediately goes to the order of the wordless book. The structure. And the, the structure, right, absolutely. Right. And, and in Which my you mind, just heard Jill right, do. Right. And it didn't sound like it, she was doing no. anything at all. How smooth was that? And it breaks my <laughs> heart because we can take, and it doesn't have to be Roebuck, it doesn't have to be any your local church to whoever's listening right now. And you can walk mm. through the aisles and say, hey, how would you share your faith? How would you at least give it just a simple, somebody walks up to you and just says, hey, tell me what it means to follow Christ. There are people that have been sitting in church pews for 10, 20, 30 years. They have no clue how to do that. How to Mm -hmm. put it into words. How to put it into words. And I think so many times as a believer, you think, and maybe you have before, sat down and told your story and given your testimony and gone through all this. But when you're trying to connect with a child, Mm -hmm. they don't need to hear your life story Mm -hmm. and they don't need to hear all this stuff. It's like we help you understand what does a child need to hear Mm -hmm. and do it on their level so that they walk away truly understanding a decision that they made or they did not make. The popular phrase was when when I was a summer missionary was speak children ease to the to the child. Yes, children ease. Yeah, and and it's it's literally and it helped me and I hate I hate to keep going back to this. It helped me even to be able to communicate to the students that I minister to as a student pastor. Mm-hmm. I would be processing, you know, even teaching the book of James, and I would be going through because James teaches some meaty stuff when you start considering teaching it to a to a student or a teenager, and you've got to put it on their level. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to communicate and speak their language. Yeah, you're speaking English, but you've got to be able to speak their language in order for them to understand it. And I'll what? say, I'll take the, I have taken the training that CEF offers with the counseling side of it as to how to lead a child to Christ. And I've taken my knowledge of that and had a conversation with an adult woman mm-hmm. and instantly thought, oh, goodness, what am I going to say? And I thought, okay, let's make sure she understands who God mm-hmm. is. And I went through the whole thing did not pull out a wordless book, did not say, what does this color remind you of? (laughs) But in my head, I had it structured to a point where it was a concise conversation that she went through it with me the whole way. And was I was able to present it in such a way Mm. that she followed the whole time. And the thing that I love about the process of the wordless book and how CEF does, um, does the gospel presentation is you mentioned it, they, they talk about, you talk about God, but then also you explain the sin nature and the need for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've literally, my heart has broken, and I've watched pastors get up on stage and present the gospel message without talking about sin and without talking about God's holiness and the need for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that, that is a very important part for even a child to understand their sin nature and, and, and how that sin has separated them from God. I, I, in my mind, I'm sitting here going, I, the, bu- the book, because the gold page would be on one side and, the, and the, we'd call it the dark page. Yeah, the dark, dark page, page would be on, on, on this side and it would create a little wall and you would talk yeah, like it was a great... separated. It was separated, right. Separated was, from God. Right, was, and then which walked right into talking about Jesus. Yeah. 
right. um, for churches, and I know a big part of what you y'all do is y'all have to fundraise. This is um, it's a nature of the ministry. Let's talk. I, I, I'm here. I want people to know the needs that y'all have. Um, and I'm not saying, hey, let's break down financial financials and specifics right. and all that. Um, but how do y'all gain your support? Is it mainly through church's missional giving? We How's usually do podcasts. We get paid. <laughs> Generous donors like Generous yourself. Donors. Yeah, right. That check. Right. We, yeah. Um, we have we usually have two major fundraisers a year. Um, one's usually in the spring, and then we have a golf tournament. Um, we just actually finished up one, um, and and we just have sponsors, people that love this ministry. So we do have a lot of faithful um, mm-hmm. givers. But one thing that I always think, people think it's really easy to raise money. Um, <laughs> nope. And even other charities. But the thing yeah. that I think that makes CEF different and different to me is we don't normally go around it's a lot of people love to give and say hey Mm -hmm. do y'all need magic markers do you need to collect school supplies Mm -hmm. especially because we're in the schools Mm -hmm. and yes we could help do that but because we're a parachurch ministry what we end up doing is telling those schools that have adopted or the churches that have adopted y'all's church go ahead and collect things like that and give them to your school. Mm-hmm. So that's where we don't have to spend money on things like that, which right. means we're not collecting money for that. Mm-hmm. So in reality, the money that we collect, that's why we are able to not charge anybody mm-hmm. for their background checks mm-hmm. that we have to do, not charge um, for our supplies and our materials, because mm-hmm. that's what we're using that for, Not charge fees for the training Um, and that is what that money is going toward because we're wanting to pour it back into things Mm -hmm. but it also makes it hard sometimes for us to um, fill out grants only (laughs) from the standpoint of a lot of times they want um, our program is truly evangelistic and Mm -hmm. is telling people about the gospel so again we're not collecting items and so sometimes it's just kind of hard for people to picture that. And yeah. when they don't have a picture and can't grasp something. So, I mean, the thing that people need to picture is, you know, a, a lost child mm-hmm. and that child not having a good family home or that child not um, being able to uh, have friends at school or something mm-hmm. like that. And they need to see love through those volunteers mm-hmm. like Jill was talking about those volunteers and things. So it's like it's more of a picture that you have to realize Mm -hmm. in your head and then know that we're showing them Jesus. We're showing them church. And and y'all are not just taking Jesus to where it's easy. And and, and I want people to, if you're listening to this podcast, I want people to understand that. Um, Because I was, I was, uh, when I was a summer missionary, I was, I was always, um, a part of that team that would always get some of the rougher neighborhoods. Because um, you're a guy. That's right. We have to send, Absolutely. We have to send you, send you there. But that's helped me in my ministry to where, um, as me as a Caucasian male, a white male, I'll go ahead and say a white male, to where I am not hesitant. If somebody says, 
I, we need you to go here and do um, ministry there. For example, my experience with child evangelism, excuse me, um, helped me in 2008 when I was on staff with uh, Mission Fuge in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, they saw my experience with children. They put me in the children's track, and they also, because I was a male, they placed me in the Cumberland View Apartments in in, in North Nashville, which is one of the top five most deadliest neighborhoods in the nation. And so my experience with CEF, like, it, it readied me for that moment. And, and I say to a lot of people that the gospel, uh, CEF really does take the gospel to everyone. It fulfills the Great Commission. And that, I'm sitting here thinking about everything that y'all are saying. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the Great Commission. As you are going in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, you've got to start in Jerusalem first. Mm-hmm. And that breaks my heart. And um, to the person that may be listening to this, all four of you, um, if you are considering a mission trip to to the other side of the earth, but you're not involved with local missions in some shape, form, or fashion, please, 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 please find a way to plug in. And that's why I'm, I have you ladies sitting right across from me right now because there's no greater way uh, CEF is one of the best mission organizations in Spartanburg County, in the state of South Carolina, um, to get involved with and to help out. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of to transition a little bit, um, y'all do the the good news clubs within the school. Um, what other things are offered through the ministry outside of the summer summer missionary program? Is it just the, fi- the, the good news clubs and, and the summer missionary program or what else? That, that is our two main things because that, that pretty much does fill up our year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, because like you said, we're about to get ready to go into the summer and it does uh, fill up that. Um, but it, it was very interesting when you just said in South Carolina because uh, Child Evangelism Fellowship is actually um, in all 50 states, yep. um, and we are also worldwide. Yeah, that and is so, right. And right. so um, we always say the sun never sets on the CEF ministry. I remember that. Yep. yep. So that's the thing. I'm to, rusty. Please forgive yes, me. <laughs> you are so rusty. Um, we're going to teach you again. Um, it'll be free. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's just really neat. Um, we've had a lot of summer missionaries just like you say that exact same thing, mm-hmm. but we hear it after the fact of that when someone heard that I had done CEF, mm. they called me and said, will you be the one, mm-hmm. not me, but they called whoever that person mm-hmm. was that was on that mission trip in Kentucky mm-hmm. or that mission trip in Egypt and mm-hmm. said, oh, you've already been trained by CEF. Mm-hmm. We want you to be the one to give the gospel presentation or we want you to be the one to give that invitation yeah. or we want you to be the one to counsel these um, that may come forward. Mm -hmm. And then we hear about that afterwards. And that is one thing I love because that then transitions to other ministries. So yes, in this local office, we may be doing good news clubs and we may be focused on five day clubs, but there are people that now are benefiting Mm -hmm. from that. (coughs) Excuse me. No, it's okay. 
and that's that's the thing too that, that I that I love, um, and and you just reminded me of that phrase, Donna, is that the sun never never sets on CEF, um, and the ministry tools that it gives to a summer missionary, and and we can kind of, um, I wanted to kind of save this for last because. Um, Donna and, and Jill both, I want y'all both to get up on the soapbox because um, to the student pastor, the pastor, the parent that is listening to this right now, um, there is no better organization for your child, student over the age of 15 to be involved and dedicate their summer to than the, the organization of CEF because in, in the summer missionary program because it teaches them um, skills as a believer that they can they can use and 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 God honors that. So, some of the best summers of my life were working, um, waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, and and we used to call it going clubbing. We'd be clubbing by nine, and you know, of course, nine, one, and three. Those were our our time frames, and we'd we'd go clubbing, do nine, one, and three, and that was. It was 10, 1, and 3. You're right. You 10, 10, 1, and 3. We'd have to be in the office by, we'd have to leave the office by 9. That was right. And I was, um, and it reminded me too that y'all, uh, I had forgotten that y'all covered the area of Lawrence as well. Um, and there for a while, I was one of the one of the missionaries that got to take the long ride to Lawrence and Union several weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Um, and so those were some long car rides. And especially when you're riding in cars that don't have air conditioning. Um, <laughs> talk about falling asleep real quick. Um, but I, I, one of my, I'll share one of my, my CEF members, and I've got probably tons of stories to share. But um, I, one of my, one of my CEF memories, and it's, it's, um, there, there was a lady. I don't remember her name, but she um, served the Lawrence area for the longest time. She, she was. Um, for a period of time, I believe they, they kind of separated the two areas, Spartanburg and Lawrence. I don't remember the name. I want to say her name was Jennifer. I'm not sure. Um, but she kind of hosted the Lawrence club stuff, and she would always fix lunch for us. And it was mm-hmm. always, she would, it was, a, it was a good meal for the missionaries that came down there. Well, this specific day, it was probably a solid probably heat index of 95 to 105. Um, and we, um, it was one of those blessed weeks that we had, um, a five day club in, uh, in a project housing area. And we were in the, uh, the laundry area where the washroom, uh, the, the laundromat area of the housing project. So there was no airflow. To make it extra hot. Oh yeah. There was no airflow and there was a bunch of dryers going on and, they kind of wanted us in a contained area because danger, danger and at risk. So um, this lady, she fixed us a wonderful lunch of chicken and dumplings. And it was incredibly hot that day. <laughs> um, and I remember I had the missionary story and I was telling like day two or day three of Hudson Taylor. And I don't know why all this is like in my mind. But I, <laughs> but I remember getting barely getting through the missionary story and having to run out the door and I got sick. <laughs> and to this day I have never 
ate chicken and dumplings again because of that day. Anyway. And you also praise God that you got through the missionary <laughs> right. story because you're like, that so could have oh, happened oh. when his candles were melting in his pocket because <laughs> that was the only interesting thing, it seemed, that was exciting. And then, story. okay, um, <laughs> I, I want to share one more story. In, in my time frame here at CEF, too, it was very popular for us to facilitate a lot of the smaller churches with vacation Bible schools. They would, mm-hmm. they would want to just, hey, bring your curriculum, bring the missionary story, Bible verse, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll just do the hot dog suppers and pizza and the games. And they were usually, it was smaller churches of, you know, less than 100 people. And we'd, you know, out in the woods, some, you know. Right. But there were, it was a lot of fun. So this specific church started their VBS on a Sunday night. And Pat Hellings kind of let the whole group know, hey, we we need a team of five people to go do this, or six people um, to go do this uh, club this week and start, it starts on Sunday night and ends on Thursday. Well, the first night we were there, um, it, it was, I had a pair of shorts that I was very fond of and they were hanging on by a thread and it was... Um, we were we were singing the um, Who is King of the Jungle, yeah. and so you know how you, I don't know if they Should still sing it. No, no. Okay. <laughs> you, you who look, is King of the Jungle? Who, who, who. right? And, and so, <laughs> uh, who is King of the Sea? Water, water, water. Okay, uh, there we go. And my mind's still singing it right now. Um, so we get to the end of it, and and we tell the kids, "Hey, act like your favorite animal," mm-hmm. and of course. Um, with the the missionaries, it was our job to be over the top as much as possible so the kids would have the greatest fun and want to be back and bring their friends and all this other stuff. And so I just made the very unwise decision to start acting like an ape, and I was just running around the room smacking the floor <laughs> and just, well, my cargo shorts that were hanging on by a prayer that um, um, that I'd worn for like five years straight made mm-hmm. the uh, poor decision to just kind of quit being cargo shorts that night. <laughs> and as soon as I started acting like a monkey, my the inseam of my shorts completely rip. Oh, and so <laughs> I'm standing there in front of all the kids in my boxer shorts. Um, and so I, I, I remember I literally, they the pastor grabs me and like pulls me off <clears> and like, he's like, just turn your back. And, and, and I walk, <laughs> he takes me and he kind of pushes me into his office and he's like, I've got staple. I got a staple on my desk. Figure something out. And so he 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 like tells me to lock the door. And so I I spend the majority of the rest of the club time. Um, and somebody else had to teach. I was teaching memory verse. Somebody else had to teach, <laughs> teach the memory verse that night. And so I I staple my shorts <laughs> closed. And um, I'm not able. I, I was able enough to to walk to a chair and sit down and not move. And then after that, because Mama Pat was there, she was like, "You're not moving. You just stay right there." And <laughs> then we, get up. <laughs> and then I get from the chair to the car, and that was it, and get home. And so that was probably my most embarrassing CEF moment. <laughs> um, but some of my most favorite summers, and some of the greatest friends that I've ever made, um, were through this ministry, were through this organization. So um, it it uh. I know there's a great need for students, and I know there's a great need for student involvement. Um, so, 
I, I guess talk a little bit about um, what kind of student y'all are looking for, what kind of teenager y'all are looking for to be involved with the, with the ministry of CEF. Um, well, you have to be um, at least 15 years old and have been a Christian for one year and currently involved in your church. So um, you can't not be involved in church. Mm -hmm. So we want some committed Christians, strong Christians, and I think our application deadline is usually April 1st, but I think they are extending it to May 15th. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> we're really just looking for teenagers that love kids, mm -hmm. but you're willing to work. Right. Because this is not, um, it's not daycare, it's mm -hmm. not babysitting. Um, you are required to go to, I think it used to be called training camp. Mm -hmm. We call it training school now because right. I think people got the impression that it was camp. Right. And, it <laughs> and is. it's not. It is work. Right. Um, so you have to go for a week of training school, um, which is June 12th through the 18th for us, and that's going to be in Columbia. Mm -hmm. And just at that school, it is classes, the how-to um teach Bible lesson, how to teach a memory verse, how mm -hmm. to um, get control of a club, how to keep the attention of kids, how to um, just be in charge and do the things that we're asking you to do that summer. Mm -hmm. So we're looking for students that have the motivation and have the desire to mm -hmm. really put in the work. Um, but like you said, you, you go into it knowing that it's a job, um, and you do get paid for this. It is a paid position. Um, but you put in the work and put mm -hmm. in the time, but what you get out of it is so much more rewarding yes. in the sense that I know um, it was mentioned earlier to sacrifice your summer for this. And I mm -hmm. think it's, for me, I've never seen it as a sacrifice, right. but just such a blessing to get this kind of training, yeah. get this kind of hands-on yeah. application of what you've learned so that years later, oh, yeah. <laughs> whenever you're asked to teach Sunday school right. or whenever you're asked to lead on a mission trip in another mm -hmm. country, you just pull this stuff out and you think, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I can do this. Oh, this by the is way, second yeah. hand for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so just the things that you would learn this summer, um, I know for a fact that these students use it for years to come. Mm. Um, just in what I've learned, you know, from working here for the last four years, just my ability to have those spiritual conversations in right. a natural way right. that it's not weird or uncomfortable, you know. So yeah. just being able to take things like that past your one summer of working or your mm -hmm. few summers. And, of I, and I think the, the intangible thing, too, is that when the student's faith goes outside the church, goes outside their normal atmosphere. And the next thing they know, they're they're standing in front of a, a group of kids that are staring at, at you going, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're hanging on the, the every word of the Bible story or, or, or they're listening to you. Um, it does stretch the student big time. And it, and it helps like, I, even, even down to the, um, to the point of being able to quiet a room. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, one, I even remember. I, classroom I, management. Right. Classroom <laughs> management. Especially if, if your teenager or student has, has 
said, hey, I want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, the the tricks and things that CEF taught me have, have been, I've been able to quiet a room of, of you know, 200 plus kids at a community center in Nashville just off of the techniques that CEF has taught me. And I wasn't yelling at the top of my voice. Right. And I think it just, it's a, it's a summer where you gain confidence Mm-hmm. in the abilities that God has given you. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know you have those abilities. Right. And, and public speaking, too. Right. Yes, public speaking. Yes. And, and you're, you're standing in front of, um, yeah, it's little kids, but you're still getting comfortable with mm-hmm. speaking in front of someone. And we have had some of the quietest mm-hmm. and shyest teenagers come through mm-hmm. that their first few weeks, they were stuttering and stammering and, and uh, 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 through everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the summer, they were one of the best storytellers and able to get the kids' attention and they would have mm-hmm. them and they'd be able to present the gospel in such a way. And they and they would even tell you, right. I had no idea I could do this. One, I had one, no of, idea. one of the horrible games that we used to play, and I do not recommend this at all, so I frown upon this behavior <laughs> on the mission field. Um, but we would, by the end of the summer, we would play popcorn Bible study. Or No, we would never play popcorn Bible study because we always took that part very, very seriously. But we would definitely, in a heartbeat, play popcorn missionary story where we would you know, be in a big group of, of two or three missionaries, two or three, six or more missionaries, and we would all just randomly – Mess up the true missionary story. Yes. Is that where you're going? Yes. We have ended that legacy. So that doesn't happen anymore. Okay. So you're saying that that We wanted our missionary no- stories to be true like they really were. Very true. true. I know T-Fom. So, Come on. Yes. All of those. So, you know. So do y'all still teach kind of the same the Yes. The everybody cycles. said T-Fat, T-Fom. Hudson Taylor, Amy Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Amy Carmichael was in it. When, she might have been a new one. Okay. When she I was, was when I was there, um, <clears throat> T. Fom was my first year, um, and then I remember the Bible story. I don't know if that was the wordless book year or not, where you teach through the wordless yeah, book as a Bible the wordless story. Book. Yeah. So there's a lot of things. Um, Donna, now that we kind of got you straightened out a little bit, are you, are you good? You good? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, I think, maybe. 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 Um, say a few words. <laughs> so I want you um, to appeal. I don't want to say appeal. Um, just say it. You already said it. Just just talk <laughs> talk to the teenager that may be on the line, kind of considering or on the fence, considering, you know, well, I don't, I don't want to do this this summer because – you know, I, oh, I'm going to go on my fifth vacation with my third best friend, mm-hmm. and I'm going on three other trips to Myrtle Beach, you know, and, and I don't know if I'll have the time. Like, um, But they're a really solid student who loves Jesus, who, who wants to do this. Mm-hmm. What would Maybe just kind of give me your recruiting talk to a student mm-hmm. real quick. Well, I definitely think if, if you were between the ages of 15 and 21, and you have even said to yourself, hey, I'm, I'm okay with going on my one-week mission trip and just helping out, but mm-hmm. you felt like you weren't really giving as much as you thought you could, mm-hmm. then this is for you because yeah. the Lord has called you and said, you need to grow. You need mm-hmm. to be doing more. You need to learn how to do this. 
Um, so not only would you be coming for that purpose, but you would probably end up having friends. Like you said, there's lifelong friends, friendships that you make, and maybe people that hold you accountable um, as you're get, getting older and you're even growing yourself. Um, and also just even um, maybe you have um, something you're doing with your church, but then you said, you know what? I'd rather come to CEF and spend my whole summer doing this mm -hmm. or spend, you know, four weeks doing this with CEF rather than just one big mission trip. Mm -hmm. um, it, I've often said when I go and speak that if I had known when I was 15 to 21 mm -hmm. that this was available, yeah. I would have hoped that I would have jumped at it. Mm -hmm. and there's no way to force anybody to do it. But I'll tell you that I know of one summer missionary that came only because his girlfriend was going to be a summer <laughs> missionary. He did end up marrying her, right. but he is one, he's now a youth pastor, and he is so much um, telling his youth. He goes, I want you to go do this, go do this, go do this. Right. So, I mean, there are so many um, youth pastors, if they're thinking about even going into ministry, for sure. If the Lord has called them into some si some sort of ministry whether it be children's youth or they don't even know yet right, right. you know they need to sign up for this mm -hmm. um i know that just even if it's just for one summer mm -hmm. they get a lot of training a mm -hmm. lot a lot like if you've you've even already said that yourself yeah. and it's so hard to convince anyone so i say you know pray and let the lord lead you into making that decision and follow him i mean if he tells you to do it you should do it yeah and i think one of the one of the things that appeals to the student too especially if they're they're growing in their relationship with jesus you you don't want to look back at a summer that you you could have spent serving him and all you have to show for it are some accomplishments in Fortnite and a couple of t-shirts that you got from the beach yeah. when you went you're not going to remember that right this now. you're going to remember every i've not talked to any summer missionaries that have gone through CEF mm -hmm. that have ever told me that was mm -hmm. awful or they didn't learn anything or they didn't make friends. I mean, mm -hmm. that is never, I've never heard anything like that. So I've only heard the opposite. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, you take it with you forever. The years that I spent doing CEF as a high school student, um, I didn't go on summer vacation. Now yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that in like a ooh look at me. A lot of it was is that you know I was from more of a lower middle class family, but CEF like I I caught it, I caught the vision of what CEF was and how important mm -hmm. it was for me to do mission work in my backyard, mm -hmm. literally a backyard Bible club. Right. Um. And and now. The great thing is, is that y'all do work with students with family vacations, and if right. they want to do a mission trip, um, are there allotments within schedules? How do y'all work that out? Right. We always, well, there's an interview process since it, we do um, pay our summer missionaries. We ask, um, we usually tell them there's three ways that they're going to get money, and one is um, their church to pay for their training school, so their church is supporting them. Mm -hmm. And then CEF um, will pick up training materials, um, snacks, that kind of stuff during the summertime. And then we ask the student themselves to raise money. So right. there's CEF, the church, and the student themselves, mm -hmm. all three working together to make their summer successful financially. 
but then we also um just since we're paying them and i don't even know where i was going what did you ask me again I'm <laughs> just sorry. just talking about um the the opportunities and how oh, you yeah, work with the students scheduled. Yeah, yeah that's right schedule. so so they come in so all that so that's why we take an interview or whatever but during that interview process we go through um when are you going to be out um that mm-hmm. type of things because we want to work with them because there's mm-hmm. nothing better than you know yes getting the training so as long as they're able to come to the required training um we want them to be able to devote most of their summer to mm-hmm. us because we're we are the ones who go and schedule the places that they need to go and those mm-hmm. are places where these kids are depending on us them to come mm-hmm. and share the gospel with these children um so yeah so we usually tell them you know you at least can have you know a week off or five days off mm-hmm. um but during that interview process i mean we go over that we mm-hmm. we understand that people are busy and mm-hmm. things like that so we don't want to we that's not a reason we would want to ever say oh don't come and do this right. so it's better for you to go ahead and say if i'm interested let me at least go and talk i mean they need to go on they can go to our website at cefspartanburg.com mm-hmm. we're going to spell out spartanburg but um and and read about it and see those training dates and things like that but they can always just call us and ask us so that we know that they're interested mm-hmm. and ask us questions like that. We had one that was interested this summer, and she just wanted to know more about it. Um, so I kind of explained it to her a little bit more, kind of like it is a VBS mm-hmm. on the road, going somewhere. Yep. You know, you teach for, for an hour, and then you go to your next location, things like that. Um, and I know Jill and I both talked about how much training you get yeah. and, and all of that, but... I mean, everybody that comes also has a lot of fun, right. and I think that's what's also neat about you. Mm-hmm. You have um, there's no, no nothing is boring, and you get to have, <laughs> share your stories together. Right. Um, the kids say fun things that you you love to hear, and and you just have so much that you get so much more out of it. Really, you think right. you're coming in to mm-hmm. do missions, and you are. But you get so much more out of it even than you right. even thought you were putting in. It's and, and just to kind of put some scope on this for if you're a teenager or a student or if you've got a uh, student pastor, if you've got students that are looking to go into the field of ministry, um, there are the lineage. And if we were to, if this, if this CEF Spartanburg had a Hall of Fame type you know, if faces were up on the wall of, of men and women that were involved in ministry, I know right now I can sit here and name the pastor of First Baptist Columbia, yes. uh, West Church, yep. is a former summer missionary of this Child right. Evangelism Fellowship. Um, right. West Church, I know that um, Josh Epton, one of the music guys at the mill, Correct. he is he is a, a ministry. Me, Jimmy McFarlane, I, I work for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes now, uh, still use the wordless book principles when I share the gospel was with coaches and athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, Zach, uh, Zach Williams at first Baptist Bowling Springs student mm-hmm. pastor there. Um, Jonathan, Jill, Th- yeah, Jill uh, Jill's, uh, husband. Jill's husband. Okay. Yeah. Jill, is she, Jill's like, I'm just victim by association. <laughs> yeah. Jill's husband. Pastor. Is, where does your husband? He's the associate pastor at Roebuck. Okay. He's the associate mm-hmm. pastor at Roebuck. Um, and your husband served on the board, and he's a pastor at Roebuck as well. No, I, he's not a pastor. Oh, he's not? Okay. No. I am so wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. We'll um, cut that part out. <laughs> yeah. The, um, so there, it is, it is a, a, a teaching and an education that does help you in ministry. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it is invaluable, absolutely invaluable. I also want to say, I, and I know that because, I mean, I don't know if I ever thought I'm going into the ministry. Um, and I know that there's probably a lot of people who maybe want to do summer missions, but don't have that mindset of mm-hmm. this is the direction I want to go in life. And I just think about so many um, people that are school teachers mm-hmm. that came through CEF and that worked. Wow. And we have, I know right now, someone on the um, that works at the district office mm-hmm. that was a teacher and a principal and mm-hmm. is now at the DO. And I just think when you talk about ministry, it is you're taking the ministry that you've learned through Child Evangelism Fellowship mm-hmm. and you take it to wherever it is you go. Yep. Whether mm-hmm. that's the public schools and you're a teacher or mm-hmm. you're a principal or whatever job you work in, you never forget the things that you learn here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where your ministry becomes your life right. and wherever you, God plants you. Mm-hmm. And it may not be as a paid minister yeah. at a church or in an organization like that, right. but that you are able, because um, I just know that my son's elementary school teacher right now was a faithful summer missionary that mm-hmm. came through here. And I think, that's the only teacher I want my child having right now, right. knowing that it is a solid Christian person pouring into him in a yeah. lost, mm-hmm. lost school. Yeah. And, and knowing kind of a lot of what's being tried by the, the culture in the outside world right. that's pushing in on the child within the school system, you want teachers mm-hmm. like that. Yes. And yes. we need to train up teachers like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a missional organization like CEF readies m- Boys and girls, students, mm-hmm. men, women, young men and young women for the battlefield for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. the missional battlefield. And, and that's a great point, Jill. Like, yes, I was rattling off a lot of guys that were involved with, you know, that were involved with, with ministry within a church. But it's just as important for that businessman, that teacher, that, that businesswoman. Like, to have that foundation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk some nuts and bolts here. Um, the upcoming summer, um, what are some immediate needs that you have for the upcoming summer? Well, immediate needs are some summer missionaries. Okay. So come Between on. The ages of 15 and yeah, 21. 15 and 21. <laughs> Can we say that like four times? 15 and 21. 15 and 21. 15 and 21. Come on, come to the, call us or go on to our website, cefspartanburg.com and check it out. Right. Um, we definitely need some more summer missionaries. Um, and then, of course, they'll be raising money. So, right. um, and you can go to our website and just hit donate. And if you want to mm-hmm. shoot us an email and say, look, I heard about that Absolutely. summer program. I want that money right. to go to that. You know, I was a summer missionary or I believe in the summer mission, you know, yeah. whatever that Absolutely. is. Um, because we actually spend for that we actually spend a lot more money because we are paying them Mm -hmm. but i'm telling you i've never seen kids work more um because people sometimes say oh i want my kid to have a job but that's not a real job i'm telling you (laughs) it's a real job isn't that right jimmy i mean it's like you're you're going to work from nine to five basically because you you've got to commute you have every job rolled into one you're a teacher you're a babysitter, you're a lesson planner, you're a driver, PE I mean, teacher. Every, PE teacher, 
I right. mean, whatever. I mean, you right. you're you're it, and um, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And when and not only that, I mean, you are sharing the gospel. So right. Satan is trying to make you be mm-hmm. um, tired and not yeah. want to do that again the next day. Right. So I mean, it's it is tough work. It is not. Um, for the faint of heart, so um, it, it's great though. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need people who who support these kids. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we need people to. Um, we do meals and stuff during the yeah. summer. So I mean, if somebody wanted to even bring us some snacks or Sponsor, something, you know, y'all still kids do the Friday eat morning, a lot. Y'all still do the Friday morning breakfast. We do Friday morning breakfast, yeah. and we have a little worship, and um, we usually have previous summer missionaries come and speak and pour into them. Because I know Jimmy's done that. He's turning his head like like he, you know, after this, you know you're getting asked to speak. I, I will gladly come do it, too. I'll gladly so, come do it. So a two-for-one right here. Yep. And I think um, we probably need to raise even more money this summer because we do pay the students as they drive their cars to the oh, different yeah. locations. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. With gas, gas prices, yeah. yep. we're going to need to raise double. And, and if you have a small car, you would like to donate to the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or maybe you want to drive them around. Absolutely. Who knows? Uh, now, now, um, maybe there's a, the, the same adult that does the Good News Clubs. Um, is there a place for them to help and assist the summer missionaries? Uh, do y'all have a way that they can help out if they want to invest some time, too, if they help with the, the, the Good News Clubs? Some of them may be connected in the sense of they will ask us to come to their churches Mm -hmm. and they will have a club at their church for Mm -hmm. the week um, or things like that, or maybe even in their neighborhood sometimes. Mm -hmm. So they will sometimes host the clubs Mm -hmm. for them to come. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you said, help them with a uh, vacation Bible school, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, Especially a lot of times it may be, um, like you say, smaller church or could even be. Um, a church where their members are older, mm-hmm. and they're just like, look, I just want to hand out the snacks during yeah. PBS. And yep. so we're like, yeah, let us come in, and we'll do all the all the teaching, and, and you bookend it uh-huh. with games and crafts and decorations, and we right. come in and do the meat of it. Yeah. One of the one of the more uh, popular VBSs that we used to fight over to, <laughs> to work for was when Anderson Mill Road Baptist Church, when it was before it was the mill, they was now I think it was their old youth sanctuary. It used to be their old uh, church. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best VBSs for us to they used to have us come down and do the curriculum and all that for vacation Bible school. And it was one of the funnest VBSs that we would do. Mm-hmm. Because it was they would say, Hey, bring all of your summer missionaries. And it was it was so large that we were doing three or four Bible Bible story rooms, three or four missionary story rooms, memory verse rooms, and all that. And so you can imagine having all those summer missionaries <laughs> right. causing a ruckus and having right. fun. Yeah. Um, and it really was a lot of fun, and it and it and it was like a second youth group for me to be involved mm-hmm. in in my summer. Yeah. You know, the summers that I was involved. And it doesn't have to be at a church. I mean, there may be a volunteer that um, goes to the YMCA mm-hmm. or goes, I mean, we can go, I mean, anywhere where children are, those right. elementary ages, ages 5 to 12, if there's already like an established um, place where mm-hmm. they're already kind of gathered, mm-hmm. um, 
we can go in there and just, you know, come in for that hour and mm-hmm. they get all of that yeah. um, time. So, so is summer park, like it's parks um, that may be inside center of neighborhoods as long as there's a host home or a host representative from that neighborhood Right, community. because they'll be the ones that, that do the inviting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like their thing. So, I mean, it can be a church outreach. Right. We've had churches also say, hey, we've been, been trying to reach um, people at this apartment complex. Mm-hmm. So the church could say, they're right down the road from us. Let's go right. pass out flyers right. to that um, apartment complex and have a five-day club mm-hmm. at that apartment complex. And then several church members, mm-hmm. just as long as we got representation from the host there and then our team will go out and actually do it but there'll be some of those church members there so do y'all do y'all still go into um nursery uh daycares i call them nurseries yeah but daycares the daycares yeah and we just you know we usually just make sure that they are older Mm because our curriculum is specifically for like five to twelve so if they're you know mostly three and four year olds it's hard for us because there is some reading involved. So. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, I, I remember doing a, a, a VBS or, or a, a five-day club during the summertime at, at Inman, Inman Mills, or not Inman Mills, but Inman First Baptist. Um, of course, Anderson Mill, like I mentioned, we would go to some some daycares uh, mm-hmm. on over near the west side of town. It, it, it is – and then some of my most favorite ones were when we would get the, the host home that would say, hey – I want to yeah. have, you know, I want to, I want a noon club, and I want to feed the missionaries every day. Yes. We're like, yes, thank you. Lord. Yes, we <laughs> had that. My- um, I think it was last summer. We had one, and and the lady was like, oh yeah, she had it in her in her backyard, and she put up a little oh, tent, man. and um, and the kids loved it. And the right. thing that was kind of neat about that was. I think there was maybe only, it was less than 10 kids there, right. okay. But, you know, our summer missionaries went, and then the mom called us back later, and she said, I just want you to know that my my girls have invited all those people who came to the club, and now they're playing five-day club in the yard. And <laughs> so they were reenacting awesome. everything, right. even down to writing their own memory verse oh my and goodness. then teaching it to each other. Oh like they had gosh. a visual that they were holding up yeah. and teaching it to right. their other friends there. Right. So I thought that was like, oh, how cute is that? And and I know we can sit here and go on and on and talk about how it's it's <laughs> the – I remember taking some, some of my um, – some of my my CEF curriculum I still have <laughs> in a bin somewhere <laughs> is is those lovely totes that we used to get. Yes, the totes. <laughs> the totes and it felt very with masculine. Your flash with flashcards. With my flashcards and my um, my Bible story books and my <clears throat> um, man, we used to do in oh, the community, the community among the students, so much fun. Um, at the end of every year, we used to do. Uh, Sarcasm was our spiritual gift as a group, <laughs> and so we used to do paper plate awards. And now we haven't. We still do that. Okay, so the paper plate awards is a tradition. <laughs> still going. Still going. Okay, awesome. The paper plate award is still a tradition, and I, that was always a fun way to poke fun Please at people. Please tell me, do you remember any of the ones you got? Um, oh. <laughs> if Pat Hellings listens to this, I, I, <laughs> I am a testament to Pat Helling's grace and love um, because one summer I approached her and I said, Mama Pat, I need a Bible story book that is something that we're not teaching because the curriculum that I'm going to be teaching to these students 
they've already heard this story. And so Pat, being the big heart and the loving mama that she was, is um, she reached into the depths of her um, catalog and pulled out a crowd favorite. And um, I was, I, I used the book and, and it took me a while to get it back to her because I was irresponsible. <laughs> um, and it ended up <laughs> that the book ended up getting damaged. I'll, I'll, I'll say that, um, and it ended up getting damaged. I, I had a cat, and I'll just leave it at that. The, the book ended up getting damaged by the cat, and <laughs> um, I had to go to Pat and confess, and, and I was just I was so nervous about it. And so that led to um, one of the most infamous paper plate awards because it was one of those things where I was so embarrassed about it. Um, and... and Okay, the cat had, I'll say, tagged the, <laughs> the, the book. Um, and so the book wasn't completely all damaged. It just had to go through a process in order to, to clean it. Um, but it was still not the state in which she gave it to me in. Um, but Mama Pat, because of that, she still loves me today. Okay, I see, her, I see her from time to time, and she still loves me. She still hugs me. So long, long story long here, um, the paper plate award that I got at the end of that summer was the Cat Got It Award. <laughs> and I came across that. I was cleaning out some stuff, and I came across it, and they had, you know, put a put a cat on the thing, and, and you can, you know, fill in your imagination with the rest. Um, but it was a story that everybody apparently knew about by the end of the summer, except I was the one left in the dark because they weren't talking about it around Jimmy. I was, I was devastated because I'd let mama Pat down. She, I was, you know, I was one of, I was the, one of the more seasoned veteran summer missionaries. And I was just like, it was, it was just the worst thing. And Pat, if you listen to this, I am so sorry for that mistake. I'm 40 years, almost 40 she's years old. She's already forgiven you. I you know, know that. I know she's forgiven me. Um, but I'm, I'm still 40 years old and, and, and Carolyn Parker, uh, well, Parker West now. Yes. Um, she's still. Jill didn't say it, but that's who's uh, her son's teacher. Okay. So I didn't it. know that. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't know we were name dropping. Oh, I'll drop names all day long. Yes. Um, but Carolyn. You better be listening, Carolyn Parker Car- West. Car- Carolyn, <laughs> Carolyn West. Parker. Carolyn will laugh. She probably st- maybe remembers that story or not because Carolyn and I were, great friends kind of we were the kind of the two wily veterans that were <laughs> were working with CEF there towards the end but she remembers that summer and it was just I think she was the one that gave me gave that, paper, that paper gave plate. me the paper plate award I think that was her idea so that was um yes that was and I received another paper uh, <clears throat> it was uh, most noises with a Pepsi can because I I was notorious with fiddling with a Pepsi can just like I'm fiddling with this bottle cap yeah. right now so, but um, yeah. So paper plate, paper plates are good. <laughs> They're humbling too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, some of the best summers though of my life were spent with this ministry, and um, it was very foundational with um, what I now do in ministry too. All of the principles, mm-hmm. all of the responsibilities, um, and, and even learning how to be a good steward with the money that I was given and the money I did make off the paycheck that I was that I earned. Working through CEF, um, a lot of a lot of good things came out of working for this ministry. Not just 
learning how to share Christ. Um, and a lot of great friends, and we can sit here and share stories back and forth. Okay. Um, you can have a part two. <laughs> a part two, yeah. Then three, um, then four. <laughs> we need, and, and here's the thing, and I know, uh, Miss Donna, um, you were very reserved about about it, but I want to petition the student pastor. I want to petition the mom or dad that may be listening to this. Um, there is no better way for your student who loves Jesus to spend their summer than invested in this ministry with Child Evangelism Fellowship. It is, and and don't let the money stop you because there are people that will give that give generously to this ministry, especially to the summer mission, missionary program. Right. Um, and and it, it's one of those things of where I would say don't let anything stop you. Right. But, so whatever they fill that blank in with. Right. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't know enough people. Yeah. It doesn't matter right. if if. If they want to do it, they need to come on, and they yeah. just they just need to do it. I, I regret, um, and and even the one summer we were looking at a book before we started this whole thing of all the group photos, and I mm-hmm. and I, before I even started talking about the great memories that I had with the years that I did work with CEF, one of the first things that I pointed out was the year that I skipped and I didn't do CEF. And you hate that, don't and you? And I hated it, and I wish I could go back to that summer, <clears throat> the summer of two thousand one. And do CEF, mm-hmm. um, and and it was God, I'm old. Wow, um, <laughs> but but it, it's just such a blessing to be a part of this ministry, um, and just have it, it kind of in my DNA of my 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 ministry tool back, toolbox. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk um, communication, emails. Um, yeah. How can people get in t- touch with you? Um, all of that other other stuff, both ways. Yeah. So definitely. Um, Go to our website, CEF, so that's Child Evangelism Fellowship, CEFSpartanburg.com, and you can find out um, how to sign your child up for Good News Club there. Just go into Good News Club. Um, You don't have to start at the beginning of that, so you can sign them up right now, and they can go ahead and start attending. Um, You can go there also to find out about being a host for a five-day club if you Mm -hmm. want our summer missionaries to come. And then also you can go and sign up there and find all about find out all about being a summer missionary. Right. And definitely um, reading about it is one thing, and looking at pictures, looking at stats, looking re- requirements. I mean that's all great, and we need to know all that. Mm-hmm. But definitely, if anybody has any questions about any of it, um, call us at the office. Um, the number is five seven four zero two. Three six five seven four zero two three six and ask um, a question. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't make sense, what's on there? Just a question that you may have mm-hmm. because um, we want more people to be trained. We want mm-hmm. more people to be involved. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe even somebody just wants to even donate to the ministry after hearing this. Yeah. Um, there's buttons all over the place for that on there. So just yeah. even if it's like doesn't look like the right one, the money still goes to the same place. So just right. click that button. <laughs> so you're direct. Do you have a direct email? We do. Um, mine is Donna D O N N A at C E F Spartanburg dot com. And Jill's is J I L L at CEFSpartanburg dot com, but you can see all that. Yeah, it's all yeah. just our very first, original. <laughs> just all our first name at CEFSpartanburg dot com is right. anybody here? And there's a little page that tells about each of us that work at the office. Awesome. Um, you know, and 
you can go there. And if if you're if there's a church wanting wanting you to come and share, you're more than willing to do that. Oh, you yes. still do that? Okay. Yes, we'll go and share. Um, if there's a school that really even says, hey, you know, mm-hmm. we want a good news club, right. which I am very thankful. All of our schools, people always ask, why are you not in all of them? Mm-hmm. And we we always sadly have to say it's not because the school doesn't want us there; it's because we need the churches. And so we do need um, a lot of uh, volunteers from the churches to adopt that school and yep. let that be their local missions that they they do. Awesome, awesome, Jill. You got anything else? You, you, nope, you said I think it. That says it all. Okay, awesome. Well, I want to um, thank y'all for your time. Um, congratulations, y'all have now completed your first podcast. And I definitely am um, looking forward to hanging out and seeing what um, the ministry of CEF does this summer and being involved with that. I will gladly provide breakfast. It's what I do as, as FCA, too. Like I'm, I'm like a breakfast go. guru. So mm-hmm. I'll bring biscuits, whatever, and speak and share. And, and you, and too, can send your donation to cefspartanburg.com. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Um, so, the, so the fundraiser is getting fundraised right now. Um, so, I want to thank you both, ladies, for uh, giving of your time um, this this hour and fifteen minutes at this point. So, um, thank y'all so much for hanging out with us at the table. And um, if you uh, want to reach out and check out anything with um, CEF, I'm going to have it all in the description of this podcast below. You'll be able to click on those direct links, and I'll have the emails and everything there. Also, big thank you to uh, our the provider of our podcast. Um, Southern Fusion Barbecue Sauce. Check them out, southernfusionbbq.com, where you can pick up a bottle of that spicy southern sweetness of yours today, but also we can hand deliver it, the table podcast, sc at gmail.com. And as always, you can offer your questions, comments, or snide remarks to the table podcast, sc at gmail.com as well. Thank y'all so much for sitting down at the table, and Thank we you. will look forward to spending some time with y'all next week.